Oh So Dope podcast, episode 16. Can you believe that we're already at 16? It seems like just yesterday I started this podcast. My name is Cass. I am the producer and host of this very here Oh So Dope podcast. I had to throw the producer part in because I'm a girl who likes to get credit for the work that she does. Honestly, the past two weeks since we've spoken have been filled with so many different opportunities and opened doors that have really racked my brain. It's made me realize that I've got to make decisions. I have a lot of things that I have to prioritize and figure out what needs to rank top, what needs to go, what needs to stay, and doing everything what is a thing of the past. Before, I would say yes to literally everything that landed on my lap. Yeah, sure, I'll do that. Yeah, sure, I can do this. But that's the old cast. Jack of all trades, master of none, I think not, no more, no more. So let's hop into this mess. Let's take a journey down decision-making road so that me and you, yes, me and you can make better, more informed, and even more selfish decisions for ourselves moving forward. So I always knew the term decision fatigue, which is probably why I like a little structure and repetition in my life. It's basically when you have so many decisions to make throughout the day. Okay, well, I'm going to wear this outfit with these shoes, do my hair like this. Then I'm going to schedule this meeting and all of that stuff that just clouds your ability to make more decisions throughout the course of the day and your decision making becomes worse throughout the day. Until It wasn't until I was writing this outline for this episode that I realized the term decision paralysis was an actual term. I thought it was something that I made up. I swear to you, I thought I was a genius. Like, okay, decision paralysis, that's a thing. And to me, what that meant was when your decision making leaves you unable to actually make an action and make a decision. So you're just kind of like stagnant. That's how I feel like I've been in my life, in my career for the past five to seven years. I know that I have so many options on the table and I've just kind of stood still and maybe picked away at at each, but I haven't gone full fledged 100% balls deep, even though I have no balls into one direction. The actual definition of decision paralysis is overanalyzing and overthinking causing forward motion or decision making to be paralyzed. No solution or course of action is decided upon within a natural time frame. I feel attacked. I feel called out. I also feel seen. So let me tell you what is going on in my life, girl. So before I started Oh So Dope, I owned a children's entertainment company called All the Craze TV. It's called All the Craze TV because I wanted to turn it into a TV show. But what I did do was live event entertainment for children's private parties and corporate events. And it was actually a really successful business, dun, 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 until COVID hit. Now, before COVID, I was even thinking like, you know, is this, am I wasting my time? Am I running in circles? The business is taking so much of my time, just like responding to emails, writing contracts, changing invoices, employing staff, making sure everyone had their products and their supplies. It just took so much of my time that I was never actually able to create that TV show. So I did the entertainment, the live entertainment with the thought that 
I would be able to amass an audience of all of these kids. Imagine all these kids that I'm going to meet at these corporate events, all these parents that I'm going to become connected to, and then they're going to just watch my show because they're going to like me and then I'm going to tell them I have this kid's YouTube channel and this kid's storytelling podcast. You have to tune in. That didn't work. It did not work. I was so wrapped up in just the entertainment portion of the business that I didn't even have time to write and didn't even have much time to produce. The last year before COVID, I would say I got the opportunity to produce some video footage and it was a tween show called Girled. And it was like a variety show for tween girls aged 11 to 14. And just think about it as like an all-encompassing hub for them to get like information and entertainment. So it was everything from like little crafts and DIY to basic hygiene and then also questions. There was uh, quite a large Instagram community and we were growing on TikTok and people, girls from Canada and the US would send in questions that they had for the girls who were on the channel. So it wasn't me who was in front of the camera. I was actually producing in behind the scenes, but I had three to four different girls ages 15 I think even as young as 14 to 16 and they would be the ones to do the videos and answer the questions we'd go over stuff ahead of time of course and it was very time consuming imagine how time consuming it is for like one person to produce something on their own it's like I had to think about these three or four different girls then they weren't professional actors or speakers so we had to rehearse things and go through things it was just, it was a lot. I, I did love it, definitely 100%, but I couldn't put my 100% into it because I was still running and operating this business, which put me in this predicament. Anyways, so leading into 2020, I knew that I had to make the decision of, am I going to keep doing live entertainment? Am I going to focus on the content? So I went to Miami and I was like, when I get back, I will know what I'm doing. I got back and I still didn't know what I was doing. I was in that decision paralysis, but then my, my fate got chosen for me because COVID hit and people stopped having live events, especially children's birthday parties. Children are just so they're like a cesspool for germs, to be honest. So when the pandemic hit, I had to stop doing parties. There was no other option. So it was off to content. Now, I always had this idea of Dope House. That was the name of Oso oh Dope before I changed it. I had this idea of Dope House for years and I really wanted, I really, really wanted to build it. And I thought it would just be fun. It would be a, a play space for me and my peers it would be me creating content that I was actually interested in. I did love doing the kids content and writing kids stories and all of that, but I felt like I was more of like a service person in the industry because I was creating content for other people. Now, when I started creating content for Oh So Dope, the illustrations, the blog posts, even just the emails in the back and forth, it really fueled me as a person because it was all stuff that I could relate to and I could be entertained by. So making it was, was really easy. But I'm going to be honest, in the past year, I think that the business has pl plateaued a little bit. Uh, I'm talking about oh so dope. Just in that, like, I don't know what to do to get from good to great. Like, I make a little bit of money on Etsy and like selling stuff through my website. I have a decent social media following, but it's not really what I wanted. When I started building oh so dope, I foolishly followed the same path that I used when making all the craze TV, which was let me use this ruse to 
amass an audience and the ruse was e-commerce it was creating funky greeting cards and stationery and gift items and let me let me attract a bunch of girls who are interested in the stuff that I'm interested in because guess what when I do produce my web series when I do write my book they're all going to be so interested because they love me so so much but guess what I, I don't have the time. I do not have the time. I'm so busy. I just finished. I'm just wrapping up on all the Father's Day stuff. Today is June 15th. So Father's Day is what? In four days. So the orders are now starting to slow down. But Father's Day kicked my ass. Like I truly had no time to do anything else. And now that the pandemic is kind of wrapping up, it's still here, but it is kind of wrapping up. I've been getting calls for bookings to do face painting, balloon animals, glitter tattoos, and I've really condensed the business, the party business at least for kids, down to just those three things. Because before we were doing wild things, we were doing slime parties, like make your own slime. We were doing princess parties where children got to make their tiaras and they got a, a visit from a special princess. We were doing superhero parties. I have literally licensed costumes that are like legit Batman and they would Batman will come to your party. I also did like dance parties, all kinds of different crafts and that the overhead was crazy. The headache was crazy. So now I've just like whittled that business down to face painting, balloon animals, with glitter tattoos. I'm not promoting anywhere. I'm not running any ads. I don't even have a website for that company anymore, but people are hitting me up. It's either like old clients or referrals. And I forgot how much money I friggin make doing that stuff. So now herein lies the rub. So I feel like Oso Dope has plateaued to a certain degree and now all the craze TV is coming back and I'm just like I could take everything I learned from Oso Dope, the e-commerce and like the the content stuff and production and bring it into all the craze TV, really be concise with what I'm doing and and kill it back in the kids industry. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you you kind of understand where I'm coming from I feel like the universe is testing me either to be like let me dangle some money in front of this girl and see if she can be easily swayed off her path with a couple hundred dollars every event or if she's gonna stick to it and move forward with oh so dope and the opportunities that she has over there is she gonna persevere or I honestly I feel like on the other side the universe is saying girl, let me guide you. Let me show you the way, you know, you started with all the craze TV and now you learned all everything about e-commerce and building a website and design, like bring those skills back to all the craze TV and just imagine the magic that could happen. I don't know. I don't know what the universe is trying to tell me. I don't know. So that's why I decided to do this episode and, and really, learn how to make better decisions and learn how to make actual decisions. So like any other type A would do, I started looking at other people's decision making templates and strategies and then I created a hybrid version of my own. I worked my way through this decision making template that I created and I'm going to share with you my, I guess my steps for making decisions and how I came to my final decision. Don't worry about taking notes or anything because I'll have the template linked in the show notes and you can totally access it and use it for yourself. Number one, what is your goal? Ask yourself this and think about it. Answer it truthfully, 
honestly and as concise as possible. What I tended to do is like just give a run on sentence and it was ended up being an entire paragraph. Like that's my goal. But no, you want it to be concise, maybe one, two sentences max. And don't be afraid to be selfish. So for me, I knew that I wanted to, I'm going to give you like the long one. I know that I wanted to build community. I want to give back. I want to start conversations. I want to be an outlet. I want to connect with people, but I'm not going to lie. I also want to be wealthy, not filthy stinking like billion dollar rich, but safe in the nine figures and above like net in my bank account type vibe. And entertainment is the means for me to make that happen. That's a lot of fluff. That is a lot of fluff. And the first part is more speaking like my manifesto. But the black bottom line is that money, baby. I want to make that money. So my goal once I cut it down is to create a multi-million dollar generating entertainment hub in the film, TV, podcasting and media space. Even that's a little bit long. But I all of a sudden I feel way, way, way more clear. So you can do it like me. You can write down word vomit all your ideas and then really look at it and say, what is the one big main goal that I have? Next step is to gather information. This is those iconic pros and cons lists that we all have used once in our lives to weigh out our options. We want to write this down, whether it's on the computer or by hand. There's just something about writing things down and seeing them visually that makes our stories even more clear for us. So also what you can do is you can get some weigh in from experts in the field if you have the connections or even if you can reach out and also those people around you whose opinions you value. Present them with the finish list. Don't go to them with the problem or the goal and then ask them to work their way, your way through it with you. Do the work ahead of time and then come back to this and, and consult them because we all have blind spots and it's those people around us that can wake us up to our blind spots. Next step is to predict the future. Now, we are not fortune tellers by any means, but we can do our best to create some of our ideal scenarios that will happen once we make the decisions. So you could have as many as, I don't know, like five, 10 different scenarios that can, that can happen. And I want you to think about each scenario and think about what it would mean for you, for your lifestyle, for your well-being, and for that black bottom line goal. And how does envisioning each scenario make you feel? For example, for me, envisioning letting go of Oh So Dope and going forward with all the craze TV, that makes me feel so friggin uneasy it makes me feel disappointed in myself it makes me feel like I'm consistently inconsistent uh, I, I don't persevere I leave things half finished I'm only capable of getting things to good and not great and then I abandon ship like that is all very self-deprecating I'm realizing I don't know I'm cast stop talking to yourself like you ain't shit because I'm not ain't shit I'm I'm a quality person but It doesn't make me feel good. So I know that I probably don't want to make that decision, that clear decision of let go of oh so dope 100% and focus on the other business. So start thinking about the different scenarios that can potentially present themselves in your life. I'm actually going to share with you, I wrote it down on paper. I'm actually going to share with you some of the other scenarios that I envisioned and and the notes that I took, I took. Um, 
So the second option would be pushing forward with oh so dope. So forget about all the craze TV. Maybe do a, a cute little party here and there, but leave that alone. Leave the children's entertainment space alone. And how would that feel if I just pushed forward with oh so dope? Um, for me, it would feel fulfilling. It would feel inspiring. It would make me feel really proud of myself. And ugh, I, I don't really feel proud of myself very often. I don't know. I don't stop and smell the flowers, but it would for sure make me feel like I persevered and like I have the ability to make shit happen. I have the ability to make lemonade out of my lemons. That's how it would make me feel. But I'm not going to lie, it would, it, I would still have all the craze in the back of my brain like that's a friggin' gold mine, Cass. It's, it's sitting there. Now, the thing with all the craze TV is like it's I think it's seen as like a utility because I'm telling stories to kids that are starting conversations and parents see that as valuable. Now, it's not that I don't think what I'm doing with Oh So Dope is valuable, but I feel like it has more of like an entertainment value to it than like we need this in our lives. I haven't figured out a way to to sway that or to sway that thought because I'm sure it's that's not completely true, but that's just kind of how I see it. And I see parents spending money for their kids on the kids. I see Oso Dope as something that's optional, to be honest. Now, my next possibility would be, can I freaking do both? Can I do both? Now, the, the better question is, can I even do one full out? I feel like I've been half-assing oh so dope as well just and I understand that I'm one person and I understand that a lot of these businesses and media um, moguls and media hubs they have entire teams behind them but right now I just don't have those resources not to say I'll never get them I just don't have those resources so I understand that me as one person it's really tough it's really tough to keep up and now I have to really think about working smarter and not harder because I already work so I work so hard I work so hard like sometimes I think is there anything that I could do better and I think the only thing that I could do better is work smarter and maybe like use my resources better but um can I do both and um the the final verdict on can I do both is either a I would need to get help of some sort um so that would be maybe getting an intern student in with all the craze I don't really feel comfortable having students work for oh so dope because the content is a little bit more racy um, so it would mean that I need to get some help and it would also mean that I need to cut down everything that I'm doing like I know I can't do everything I can't write it record it edit it post it cut it I, I can't do everything so I would have to figure out what where's the heavy hitters and also what is most aligned with my goal is illustrating new designs aligned with my goal of building a media hub? Probably not. Don't fret. I'm not going to stop illustrating anytime soon. But I really need to think about the tasks that I have at hand that are going to take me to where I want to go. Now let's get into our next decision-making step. So this is to actually make the decision. Try your best not to rush this part because if I've learned anything, timing is everything. Also, don't sit on it for too long because timing is everything and timing is something that you can't get back. Time is something that you can't get back. Create a viable timeline and then do everything in your best interest to make that transition as seamless as possible. So for me, I want to transition out of my nine to five corporate job full time into the arts and into media. 
What that means for me is in order to be my best self and show up, I need to have a savings. I need to have a nest egg. I need to feel safe to some degree. I understand a lot of work and a lot of good work gets done when you're in that discomfort zone, but I don't want to be like too uncomfortable and I also don't want to be broke and I also want to be able to make my mortgage payments and I also want to have, oh, rude, sorry. I also want to have um, iced coffees every day and I want to be able to like, go on trips. I don't, there's, there's, I still want to be able to live life and enjoy the life that I, that I have now. The very last step is to reflect. So although you've already made your decision, now it's time to really reflect on that decision, whether you've made the right decision or whether you feel that you've made the right decision, the wrong decision, whether you could have done something differently or something better, you have to really pick it apart because you guess what you you're successful because you made the decision you took the leap now if you made a mistake you don't want to make that mistake again there's nothing wrong with making a mistake there's nothing wrong with failing you should fail forward and learn from your mistakes that is the key like a bad biatch never makes the same mistake twice and also we learn from other people's mistakes but there's nothing like making your own mistakes take notes in my journal, in my daily audit, I also like to write my lessons of the day and then go back and read them. So this is definitely important to do in reflecting on the decision that you made. Get comfortable. Honestly, I'm saying this as someone who's like really uncomfortable committing and making big decisions. I can make little decisions in a second. In fact, I think that I'm very decisive. It's just those these big, heavy hitting decisions, like life changing, life altering decisions that I I just can't seem to make because I there's so much on the line for me at least like I've been broke I don't want to be broke again and I think the fact that I don't come from money and the fact that like despite my hard work I'm still I don't want to say I'm struggling but I'm still like not able there's still stuff that I want to do that I'm unable to do or that I really have to save up for and I understand that I don't want to live it I don't want to live like that. I don't want to live in this mediocre kind of gap of life where, you know, it's cyclical. I go to work Monday to Friday and then Saturday and Sunday I relax and I run my errands and I feel like I feel like myself. I want to feel like myself every day. I want to. Oh, my gosh. I said that and I'm just like, I want to cry. I want to feel like myself every day, Monday through Friday, Saturday and Sunday. I don't mind putting in the work, though. Like I'm not I'm not a do nothing biatch like I want to put in work, but I also want to do stuff that fuels me, that makes me feel good, that just that I wake up and I'm like, I cannot wait to start. I haven't felt like that in a really long time. And if anything, that tells me that something needs to change. A decision needs to be made. Look forward to hearing about what my decision or seeing what my decision is going to be. Honestly, I likely think it's it's going to be both, um, to be honest, but I'm going to have to really um, change how I operate both businesses to make sure that I can I can do them. And then I know I'm going to get to a fork in the road where I'm going to have to choose one or the other. I don't think I can do both forever, like by myself. Wish me luck. Wish me luck. Wish me the best. Um, and the decision making template will be in the show notes. If you stick around to the end, I'm also going to give you a coupon code so you can download it for free. The push. 
Something that I've really been loving lately, especially because the weather is getting hotter out. And I don't know about you, but I take minimum two showers a day. If I'm really sweaty and I go outside, like right now I'm, I'm dog sitting my friend's dog and we're going on several walks a day. So sometimes it'll just be like so hot on the walk and I'm just like, I need to rinse off and just take a power shower. I love the Dr. Bronner's 18 in one peppermint body wash slash soap. You can use it for so many different things. Don't get it on your private parts because it will it will be very tingly, but it leaves your skin like nice and tingly. It's not like super moisturizing either. So make sure that you are applying your lotion after, but it just leaves you feeling fresh. I originally had got it when I was detoxing my armpits and I was having some really bad BO and that was one of the only things that would work in just making my armpits smell fresh. You can get it usually at any um, health food store. You can probably even get it on Amazon. They have many different sizes. If you're not totally sold on it, you can even get the little travel one. A little bit goes a long way. Honestly, all you need is a few drops on your loofah and it lathers up really nice. Get the travel size. Try it out. See if you like it. Let me know what you think. Listener letter. Thank you so much for those of you who have been sending in letters, voice notes. I need more. I do need more because I'm I'm planning way more content moving forward. And I would appreciate if you send me your questions. It could be anything. Honestly, it could be it doesn't have to be something big and heavy and like super important. It could be something small and petty. It could be messy. It could be hot tea. I love the hot, hot tea. All right. So let me pull up this letter. Hey, Cass, just wanted to let you know that you're doing a great job with the podcast. Keep up the good work. Thank you. I love a compliment. I'm a teacher, and as the school year comes to an end, there are more and more social events. I love most of my coworkers, but there's this one beep I can't stand. Lord, help me. This girl is insufferable. What's your advice on being at social events where people you don't like are in attendance? Thank you, Miss Applebottom. Well, Miss Applebottom, your bottom sounds juicy. What I would recommend, honestly, is don't let other people stop you from doing things that you want to do. If the social event wasn't something you wanted to go to anyways, then you know what? That just made your decision even easier. But if you value hanging out with your other coworkers and you like to mingle and you want to take part in these things, I would say do your best to show up early. That way you can establish your spot at the party, whether it's like your spot at the table or in the area of vicinity, you know, talking to people so that you don't show up once she's already there and feel awkward. You know, it's like you create your energy and your vibe in the space. You don't walk into an existing energy and vibe. So even if that means maybe that you go early to set up or you talk to one of your other coworkers and you guys travel together, you know, you go pick them up or they pick you up and you guys head in together, just making sure that you have someone to buffer off the entire time. Now, I'm not sure if your coworkers know that it's a beef ting between you guys, but if they do know, try and keep it cute. You know, don't get messy. This is not love and hip hop or Real Housewives of Atlanta. Even though I like to watch it, I don't like to be a part of it. So try and keep it cute. Do your best to stay away from this person. What else would I say? I would tell you to also put a time limit on it. If you and, and don't be afraid to put a time limit on it. Maybe even let the organizer know ahead of time, even if you have to lie and be like, hey, I have another thing after. So I might have to leave early. 
just so you have that option of stepping out if you really cannot stand this person. Sometimes, especially when people get alcohol in them, it just, it gets even worse. So you want to make sure that you're dotting all of your I's and crossing all of your T's. But at the end of the day, don't let someone else stop you from enjoying events and enjoying summer. If you live in Toronto, if you live in Canada, you know that we only have a set few months to really enjoy the sun. Don't let people stop you. Go out, enjoy that sun, soak it up, take cute pictures, do your thing and good luck. Girl, we're at the end of the podcast. I've really enjoyed this conversation, just talking with you, going through all of my ish. The discount code for the template is going to be, hmm, what should we make it be? Decision, yes. The discount code is going to be decision. If you use that code, you can have the download for free. It's a fillable PDF, meaning that you can use it on your computer, laptop, your iPad, and you can simply write on it and fill in all the blanks. If you love the episode and if you're loving the episode and if you love Oh So Dope, I'm going to ask for your support, please. You can share this episode with a friend or share the podcast with a friend. You can screenshot listening to it and tag me on it on social media, on Instagram. I'm all over it. If you want to support my pockets and me saving up to finally leave my job, you can shop the merchandise on my website. I've got so many cute little greeting cards, buttons, pins, um, buttons, pins, same thing stickers i have tote bags baby onesies just a lot of cute stuff i'm sure you'll go on there and find something that either you'll like or your friends or family will like you can also buy me a coffee because you know that's a thing coffee keeps me fueled to creating this content the link is in the show notes i i would greatly appreciate that you know what i would like even more though you know what's just so important in helping me grow this media hub that i'm that i'm building is ratings and reviews whether you're on Spotify or Apple, you're going to see a little section. If you go to just the Oh So Dope podcast, so not the episode, if you go to the, the page of the show, you'll be able to see where you can rate five stars and or write a review. I love to see the reviews. You know what? I'm actually going to read a review from my Apple podcast. Okay, I'm going to read the first review that I ever got on March 1st, 2022. This was probably right after the Love Wreck series that I did. Um, this person says creative and ref- creative and refreshing. It's like podcast meets audiobook meets artist. Loving the deep dives and storytelling. Can't wait for more episodes. So with all of that being said, I'm gonna leave you with this week's voice notes. Enjoy. Mwah. Day is Friday, June third. It's my last sick day off. Honestly, I've been loving it. I've been loving not having to worry about work or checking my emails or whatever. Like it really does change the vibe. Anywho, um, my plan is to just slick my hair back and head to the mall. I'm going to Yorkdale. I have a $200 gift card and I really want some new sneakers. So I'm like, where can I spend $200 in one place? at the Nike store to get some sneakers. So I'm gonna head there. I'm not sure if this is the smartest time to go though cause it's 2 p.m. on a Friday and I'll probably leave my house in like 30 minutes cause I have to walk my brother's dog quickly before I go. So yeah, but 
I'm ready to sit in traffic. I've got a couple podcasts that I have to catch up on listening this week. So yeah, um, I'm looking forward to going out. Also, I'm going to go to Zara to see if they have anything cute because I don't know. I just feel like I don't have adequate summer gear. Like the past couple years has been like COVID summers and I don't know, I I wasn't really like feeling myself anyways. So like you could easily every day find me in an oversized t-shirt and a pair of shorts. But now I'm like, I need to diversify a little bit. And also I feel like some of the clothes that I do have that's not like super duper casual, like it's not really my style anymore. Like, I don't know, I just look at them and I'm like, "Mm," like it fits, it looks nice on, but like it's not really what I wanna wear, so. Yeah, wish me luck in going to Yorkdale Mall and finding my style. I also might go to Sephora. Yesterday I spent some money at Sephora too. What do I wanna get at Sephora? I want to get like an exfoliant for my face. I have one that I really like, but you know when you just wanna try other things and other products, you're like, hmm, I wonder if the grass is greener on the other side. Because as far as my skincare goes, I typically use like drugstore stuff, like Neutrogena is definitely my favorite product or my favorite line of products. But sometimes I'm just like, well, what if I spent $40 on face care? Like, would I see a difference? Would I see a difference? So maybe I'll go there and I'll get a sample. That's what I'll do. So it is Saturday, June 4th, technically June 5th, because it's 1.15 in the morning. I'm getting ready to go to bed. Do you want to hear what I ate today? I don't know, I just felt like I needed something. I I went on a bender, basically. I had a whole large thing of movie theater popcorn, and then I had cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory. If you are going to the Cheesecake Factory, the Adams peanut butter, whatever, so freaking good. It was so delicious and so decadent that I couldn't even eat all of it. That's coming from me, like a person who considered buying two slices so that I wouldn't finish and be upset. So definitely try the that flavor if you are a lover of cheesecake. Anyways, did I get anything done on my to-do list? No, I felt like a deer in headlights again today. I don't know, I just, I'm not even mad at myself. I had a whole list of things that I wanted to do and I didn't really do anything. Um, I went to the mall. I watched Stranger Things. Um, That's really and truly about it. I packed up some orders. And yeah, but tomorrow's time to get back on track. I have my best friend's bridal shower. Um, Luckily, I'm just going as an attendee so I can have fun. I can turn up like I don't have to worry about, you know, any of the behind the scenes stuff. Her family's taking care of that. So yeah, I feel excited to go. I'm gonna go to the gym in the morning as well just like because i i I feel like i need to sweat this stuff out if my hair wasn't freshly straightened i would definitely sit in the sauna for like 30 45 minutes but i can't afford to sweat out my hair at this point and the sauna would really just throw me overboard and just turn my whole head back curly Um, i can sweat and like my edges will sweat out a little bit but i'm gonna do my edges down tomorrow so I'm not really concerned about that. Um, Anyways, uh, what I wanted to tell you is that, oh, we're already at two minutes. Every night I watch Kim's Convenience on Netflix. As I go to sleep, I sleep with my TV on 
because I want to dream about Simu Lu and I still haven't dreamt about this man. Like, I just want him in my dreams. Like, I don't even want him in real life. I just want him in my dreams. And maybe I'm forcing it and maybe that's why it's not happening. So I'm going to watch Kim's Convenience tonight, but maybe this week I'll switch it up and then he'll show up in my dreams when I'm watching something else. Anyways, good night. Love you. So you know how last night I was like, I've never dreamt of Simu. I'm trying to dream of Simu. I didn't dream of Simu, but I dreamt about this guy that I work with that I have a crush on. And nothing has ever happened because I work with him, like directly with him. So, okay. The dream didn't even make sense. But I feel like I have to tell you now before I forget. Because you know sometimes we forget our dreams. Anyways, so I dreamt that he was having this party. And he invited me. So I brought my friend. And we got cute and we went to the party and we were kind of just, you know, playing the wall, playing it cute, play it, playing it coy. So we went over to a corner of like the party room, me and my friend, just to like chill or whatever. And then he comes over and he brings a friend and he was like, I don't know, he was like, hey, so like I brought a friend for your friend. So like I'm here for you kind of thing. And we've never had this conversation out loud, me and this guy, but like there's definitely chemistry, right? So I was like, oh, like you're on that kind of time? And he was like, yeah. So we were like literally in a corner of the party room, like children, like teenagers, like kind of just whatever. So my friend looks at me like, oh, I don't like this guy, but I'm going to take one for the team. Like, I know how you feel about this guy. I'm just going to whatever. And then, <laughs> then the guy that, that I have a crush on, he, because I'm sitting down, he straddles me like a woman, <laughs> like he to sit on my lap. And then I noticed, like, he's got all these holes in his clothes. And I was like, why do you have all these little holes in your clothes? He's like, oh, I poke holes in my clothes uh, with a fork <laughs> so that my clothes can breathe and I don't get too sweaty. And I was like, okay. And then he starts talking. So I don't even remember what exactly it was. But he just starts asking me questions, like, random, like, elevator talk kind of thing. But, like, we're also, like, staring into each other's eyes and then our faces are coming closer together and closer together like we're going to kiss. And then all of a sudden, like, the management from the party room comes, like, I guess to, like, settle the bill with him or whatever. And it's so weird because there he is sitting on my lap and the staff is kind of like, you're a grown man, like, sitting on... Like, you could tell, like, that's what their faces were saying. And, uh, yeah, nothing happened. So now that I've been going out more, I realize that I need a bag. Like my regular average everyday tote bag is not gonna do it when I'm like going out out. I need a bag. So naturally, I go to H&M. I'm like, does H&M have bags? H&M does not carry bags anymore. Remember when they used to have like a ton of them in their accessories aisle? Now nothing. So then I'm like, you know what? I'm coming out of this pandemic, I'm a grown up. Why don't I go for like a luxury brand bag? Like nothing too gaudy or fancy, but you know, something basic, something sleek, and something that says, I got a little money. Um, so I go online, mind you, I've never shopped for luxury bags before. So I go online and I'm like, okay, I know I really like the YSL. I don't know what the brands are, but like I really like the YSL bag. So I go online, I go on YSL and why are the little bags, like the little crossbody bags, $4,000? I had no clue bags were that much. And I just want to say sorry to all of the women that I judged for sleeping with men for bags. Now I know why. 
I know why now because bags are friggin expensive I don't know why but I thought like maybe a YSL bag would run I don't know a thousand twelve hundred dollars four thousand dollars are you kidding me and then naturally because I'm black I want to get Telfar but Telfar is hard to get your hands on I'm gonna actually look up now and see if I could find Telfar um, I went to Winners, which um, is like the equivalent of like a TJ Maxx. And they have like all those like Kendall and Kylie. I will not wear anything Kendall and Kylie. I'm sorry. They have like a Nine West. They have Matt and Nat. And I'm just like, I want something a little bit fancier than this or a little bit more like, I don't know. Am I like, am I wild? Do you feel like time is going by so quickly? Because I feel like time is going by so friggin' quick. Anyways, just wanted to pop in because I haven't been here in the voice notes in a minute. Um, update on what's going on with my life. Nothing really. Um, you're probably going to hear in the episode. I've, I felt like I've had to make a lot of like decisions around like what to do with my business and how to get my writing to pop off so yeah otherwise I'm enjoying this spring weather I love being able to come outside and enjoy the sun and the heat and the warmth I've been drinking iced coffees every day and my stomach is like so bloated and gassy like my stomach is definitely not on flat flat so I googled it yesterday because I'm like, is could it be just the iced coffees? And it turns out that there are a specific group of people or a certain group of people who do experience bloating and gassiness because of coffee. And apparently if you drink it when you're on an empty stomach, it's it's even worse. And I always drink it on an empty stomach. <sighs> All right, well, I'll voice note later. I'm just walking my friend's dog, and then I'm gonna hit the gym, and yeah. Oh, and I had an entire pizza to myself yesterday. Not like a personal pan pizza, like a medium-sized pizza. I ate it all by myself. So I'm pretty excited for this weekend because I'm getting out of the house and doing some fun stuff. So Saturday, I have this party called Everyday People. It is a day party that usually takes place in New York and LA, and sometimes they have like international stops too. And they're gonna be in Toronto, and it's a dope, like, it's just, I've never been, but from their social media, like, it looks like it's a really good party. So the party is three to nine, but I can't go at three. I'm probably gonna go for like five or six. Um, and then I was thinking maybe in the daytime go to the farmer's market. Who am I? I went to the farmer's market a couple weeks ago and I got this bread and it was so delicious and now I'm like I need this bread so I might go to the farmer's market in the morning come home chill a little bit and then get ready um, Here's the rundown of the outfit that I have in mind so I need to get my hands on a pair of like jean shorts I, I have jeans, I have shorts, but I don't have jean shorts. So I need to get my hands on a pair of jean shorts. And then I want like a grungy graphic tee. I don't want one that looks like it's brand new and I got it at the store. I want one that looks like, you know, it's it's weathered. 
And then I'm going to wear a pair of just like sneakers. I was thinking just high top Vans. And then for my hair, um, just like a slick back ponytail with like a middle part, like a bun, not a ponytail. And then as far as my face goes, just keep it real simple, real light. Maybe some mascara. I was gonna do a strip lash, but like it's gonna be hot. Mascara, a little bit of blush, some lip gloss, um, you know, make sure I'm a little shiny, which isn't hard because I got greasy skin. Anyways, that's the plan for Saturday. And then Sunday, I'm going to this restaurant called Sophia. It's in Yorkville in uh, Toronto. And uh, it's my friend's birthday brunch and it's a pastel theme. I got this pastel dress at Zara that I would never wear. I would never wear other than to a themed brunch. Thank goodness it was on sale. It was only $25 because I'm like, I don't even know if I'm going to keep it after this. It is a cute dress, but like totally not. I would never wear a purple dress. Anyways, so I'm wearing that. And then I'm thinking I'm probably going to have to straighten my hair so that I can wear a half up, half down with some antennas out in the front. I don't, anyways, I'm just excited to get out and like do stuff. I'm excited to get out and do stuff. I think the hardest part about um, doing this podcast bi-weekly now is the voice notes. Because before, when I was just releasing the voice notes every week, I could voice note whenever I wanted because I wasn't worried about inundating you with a ton of voice notes at the end, but two weeks worth of voice notes. So like now I find that I'm very stingy and I'm like, hmm, should I voice note now? Maybe not. So now, like I just forget what I've already said and what I've already voice note. Like I'll have a thought in my head and I'm like, did I already say that to the girls or did I say that to like, did I send a voice note to my friend about that? I don't know. And I don't want to repeat what I say. So I got to come up with, um, with a system, with a system that is going to work for me in recording these voice notes. Cause like, I don't know, I really like it. I don't know why I'm such a loser. I really like voice notes. Uh, and I hope you do too. Okay. Bye.